Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. We are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone, exploring all things wine with you. You can find us on Facebook at The Wonderful World of Wine. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us today. Kim and I are here to talk all things wine with you. And today we are very excited. We are going to do a Halloween candy pairing show. You excited, very Kim? Very special episode. Very special holiday episode tonight. <laughs> we always run ideas by each other. And I said, uh, you know, Halloween is here. So we have to talk about pairing wine with Halloween candy or candy in general. And Kim, we haven't talked how we pick these or anything. We might have some duplicates. I don't, but I don't think so we because might. I'm so much older than Kim. I, I had flashbacks when I was a kid and what was in my little pumpkin bucket and what I would want to pair with those childhood candies now with wine. And that's how nice. I kind of approached it. What about you, Kim? How did you approach it? Popular things? I, yeah, I kind at? of approached it from what do I usually see in my kids' buckets when they get home? So I, like I didn't that. want to do things that you wouldn't ordinarily see coming in, you know, after a couple of hours wandering through the neighborhood on Halloween night. I didn't want to go too out there, although I have to say, after I tasted a number of my wines with the candies that I had chosen, it made me think of other things, not necessarily Halloween specific candies, but like other candy that would work. But, right. and I was like, oh, maybe I should go out and get some of that. But it's like, there's no way that anybody would drop that in your Halloween basket ever. Like this is like, you know, higher end chocolates with different flavors and things like that. So I'm like, no, 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 I'm just going to stick with. So not only, you know, popular things that you could be getting on Halloween night, 2021, but also things that I felt like I could find appropriate pairings for. So, so I did buy some other candy that didn't make it make the cut <laughs> that now well, my kids get to eat. But basically you you yeah. this is a list of things you steal from your kids candy and eat with your wine, right? Is that what you yes, kind of make up? That's yeah, kind okay. of how All I right. yeah, like what is on what 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 will be on hand Halloween night and for the week after. Exactly. And I'm sure our listeners, I've seen it over the years, many times on like Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook, these shots, it says, you know, pair this with that. And everybody does a different one of those. I mean, you've seen them, right, Kim? They're out there. So we figured oh, yeah. we, we make our own version of that uh, pairing today on the show. So do you want to go first, Kim, with one? And we have sure. to say now, if I had it on my list, I'll just tell you what I pair with it. But I, I'm really going to be surprised if we have the same candies. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. So I did these pairings a couple of days ago, and now I am refreshing my mind. So in front of me, I have a, a plate of candy and a couple of little glasses of, of wine. I, I think I need to give a little bit of explanation as to why I chose the wines that I chose, because I am not one who finds much pleasure in pairing dry wines with sweet foods. And those of you who have been listening to the show for a long time know that about me. So I went the dessert wine route and I don't know, I'm assuming that is not the route that you went, Mark, because I know that you are okay with dry wines and making some more interesting pairings. I kind of played it safe and went with dessert wines in a variety of styles and then tried to pair them with different fun candies. 
which is the traditional what you're supposed to do. Which is the traditional way. So I think that I am traditionalist when it comes to this. But I did do one thing different. So most of my pairings, I feel, are fairly traditional, except I did break my rule for my first pairing. And I went with a dry wine and a sour candy. So I did a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc with Sour Patch Kids. Wow. And I wanted to love it. And I just don't. Like, I feel like it works, but the candy makes the wine just a little too bitter. And then I was thinking, well, maybe it's the sweetness that's making the wine bitter. So I took one and I just sucked off the sour stuff and then had the wine and it still was the same experience. So, you know, I think it's fine, but it's not a like a wow, I would do this again kind of a parent. So the acid and the sour kind of. Yeah, I think I don't know what made it not work. The candies stayed fine. Like nothing bad happened with the flavor of the candy. It was just that the wine ended up tasting bitter. Have you ever seen anything posted what they recommend to pair with Sour Patch Kids? No, I was thinking something high acid would be great, but that didn't work out for me. Wow. So the first one was a bust. First one was a little bit of a bust. I mean, it wasn't awful. It was just not what I was hoping for. So it's one of yours. Well, once again, remind our listeners, I'm a lot older than Kim. So hopefully people can relate to these candies. He keeps saying that he's not that much older than me. First off, I'm going to talk about a Charleston chew. That's the one that I brought home that I didn't think was going to go with anything. Oh, Charleston chew, a nougat covered in chocolate right? And to me, it's almost like marshmallow and chocolate. I love Charleston shoes. I pair this with an oak Chardonnay, but not Mm -hmm. any oak Chardonnay, a toasted oak Chardonnay, a really, really oak Chardonnay. And it it ends up being like a s'mores thing going on because you get the toastiness. It's really good. That, that really you know good. what? If I had done another one, that's what I was going to do. That's why I got the Charleston shoes. I'm like, I would put this with a big oaky Chardonnay. And Charleston shoes were a awesome. lot bigger when I was a kid too. They've, you know, yeah. These not these these mini things. The mini uh, ones. Not yes. not the same. So that was my first one, Kim. What's your next one? Well, I'm glad yours was was super successful. Okay. So should I go by candy bar or should I go by wine? Because I have some overlap. Well, yeah, go by candy bar. Okay. So that way we know if we have a duplicate. Okay. So my second one, which I actually found a couple of good pairings for were, were Snickers bars. Classic. So, classic Snickers. And yeah. I found that the pairing of Snickers and a 10-year Tawny Port was excellent. And I can only imagine that a 20-year Tawny would be even better because there's nuttiness and caramelliness and sometimes a little bit of chocolatiness in the port. And it was just lovely with the Snickers bar. So that is definitely a pairing that I would do again. That sounds good. It was really good. (laughs) It was really good. (laughs) Yeah. Now I can relate to, I did have Tawny Port on one of my pairings, but with a different candy. You want me to, you want to continue with your Snickers? You want me to tell you what I paired Tawny Port with? I want to know if you had Snickers. Do you have Snickers on your plate? I did not. No, I did not have Snickers. Snickers. No. Um, I, so I tried my Snickers with other things and I would say that the, that the port was the most successful of the pairings. What other wines did you attempt? Um, I tried it with a Banyol and I tried it with a, an Oloroso Sherry and neither of them were anywhere near as good as the port pairing. 
So you know my theory on the peanut butter thing, right, Kim? Something grapey. So I would thought the banyol would have worked because it would have a little bit more fruit. Ah, wait, just wait. But it, you just wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got more coming. So that was it for Snickers. Okay. So that was my Snickers. Yes. So far and away, the port was okay. the winner with the pairing of Snickers. And now I'm looking at this piece of Snickers so bar I'll and keep, I want to eat it again. I'm going to. It, I'm it. going to eat it now. I'll keep with the tawny port. I paired tawny port with milk duds. Oh. Do you know milk duds, Kim? Caramelly the on the inside. Milk yes, duds. milk they're duds. Really coming, sure. Right. They come in a little box. Now you think the kids get like two little milk duds in a box. I think I so. Those. It might be four, but four yeah, it's like yeah. not a lot of milk duds. Milk duds or... Malted milk balls also, I feel, work with tawny port because of really the because they're they're notes. very different from each other though. The malted and the tawny and the nuttiness, I love that combination. So those were my tawny port pairings. Wonderful with milk duds, mostly milk duds. So I have to. I think I'm now going to jump to my best pairing of Halloween candy and wine. I'm just going to jump right to it. Is it, is it going to be a sparkling? Oh, God, no. You said you okay. Okay. No <laughs> you sparkling kidding. were on your list at all, huh? No, no bubbles. I, wow. I thought of doing a Moscato, but I could not think of Halloween candy that my kids could legitimately get in their baskets that would really go with Moscato. Because I feel like chocolate doesn't work with it. You would need yeah. something fruity. So there are a lot of desserts that would work, but not candy. Well, I have not, one. And not Halloween candy. When you're huh. done, I have one. You have one. Oh, yeah, that was one maybe on you're list. more creative than I. No. <laughs> All right. Go, so anyway, go the ahead. winner What's your best one? of Halloween candies was definitely peanut butter cups. I yeah. had great pairings with peanut butter cups. I had two, two really wonderful pairings. So that bagnol that I had made the peanut butter cup taste like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Wow. That's interesting. But it not with the Snickers bar. So good. Not the Snickers Why bar, Why do you the think? Peanut because butter cup. the nougat in the Snickers I bar? I don't know. Work? That's interesting. It might be because the peanut butter cups that I use were dark chocolate peanut butter cups. Why don't so you maybe it's something the with the dark chocolate. To, to our listeners that maybe are not familiar with banyols, Kim, I, yes. I'm sure. Why don't you explain what it is, the profile. Sure. So this is a wonderful, sweet red wine from the south of France. It's not usually as high in alcohol as port. So port is usually about 19, 20, 21% because they add spirits to it to, to keep it stable and to kill off the fermentation activity so that you're left with sweetness and then also some higher alcohol. Banyul is not that way. It's about 16 16 and a half percent. So it's about the same alcohol content as one of those big, powerful Zinfandels that we've spoken about before in other shows. Half size bottle. Ha uh, this one was a 500 five. milliliter that yeah, I had. Yeah, so yeah. you usually get them in small, slightly smaller format bottles, yeah. but it's, you know, a rich, jammy, sweet, delicious red wine. And it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. And it was really great <laughs> with a peanut butter cup. I mean, it was good with my Snickers, but it wasn't as nice of a pairing as with the peanut butter cup. That's and then I also did kind of the opposite end of the fortified slash dessert wine spectrum. I did an Oloroso sherry with the peanut butter cup as well that had like overwhelming nuttiness to it. And I tend to sometimes like those pairings where you have the same flavor in the wine and the food. And I think the nuttiness of the sherry and the nuttiness of the peanut butter really played off of each other really well. So that was a surprising one because that's a little bit drier than the bagnole, but I was not expecting. I mean, the bagnole I actually brought home sort of 
on a whim because we we had like just a couple of ounces left over from work. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring this home and see how it goes with dessert and, and candy. And it worked really, really well. So I'm really, I'm really pleased uh, to have made that discovery. I love Daniel's Chapoutier. Chapoutier. Yes, that's is the that, one I'm drinking, right? actually. Is it with the Braille yep. on the label? With the Braille. Yep. Yeah. And this is uh, 2017, so it's not super old either. That's my go-to finishing of a meal at mm. Davio's. I get a glass of Banyol's. It's lovely. Oh, that's good. I'm so, going to have some right now. Before we take a break, I'll tell you my what I did pair my Moscato Diasti with. Yes, a please. Moscato Diasti. Bit of honeys. You familiar oh, with bit of honeys? I am. Old school. It's like an almond bits and honey taffy mm-hmm. type of thing. But there's no chocolate to it, right? No chocolate. Correct. That's the, I think that's the thing. This is where I wanted to do sweetness. So like the the Charleston Chew was kind of a pairing of the toastiness. The Milk Dud was a pairing of the the caramel. And this one, bit of honey with Moscato Asti. Not the fully, we're not talking Asti Spamonte. We're talking Moscato di Asti, which is lower pressure, lower alcohol. It's like five to five and a half percent alcohol, but sweet. So the sweetness to go with the honey it's really good. Wow. It's an almond. Oh, it's, it's good. So that's what I do with my Moscato. Now, we're not talking, again, not not barefoot Moscato, not <laughs> home Moscato, Moscato from the Asti region in Italy. It's just a phenomenal pairing. Thank you for listening today to The Wonderful World of Wine. And we are your hosts, Kim and Mark. You can find more information about Mark at his website, franklinliquors.com. And you can find my classes and events on commonwealthwineschool.com. And as always, every week, you can listen to us on WFPR, Franklin Public Radio. Welcome back to our Halloween special. We are pairing wine with Halloween treats. And Mark and I have made some surprising and really wonderful discoveries (laughs) about wine and Halloween candy pairings. So he's going a little more old school and I'm taking advantage of what you might find in your kids or your grandkids Halloween pumpkins this year when they get home from trick-or-treating. So we've gone through a whole bunch of different things and uh, I think it's coming back to me. Charleston Chew, Snickers, peanut butter cups, peanut butter cups, milk duds. What do you got next, Kim? So my next one is actually, I feel like a little bit of an old school candy. So I'm going to finish out with, it with old school. Um, I'll let you know. <laughs> I had a, a, a score bar. So the toffee and chocolate, kind of like a, a Heath bar. This is a score Heath bar. bar. Yeah. I, I really, I like toffee. I like caramel. And there are so many dessert wines that have those flavors to them that I thought this would be a complete no brainer. But it turns out that the score bar is so sweet that I actually had a hard time finding a wine that would pair really nicely with it. I thought that the 10-year Tawny Port would be great, and it was just kind of meh. And I had a bottle of 10-year Bual Madeira. So this is when I I took out my Madeiras. And the wine itself was just too acidic. When I started tasting it with all of the different candies that I had in front of me, I was um, rather distressed to find that it did not go with anything. It was just too, it had too much acidity to it. And, and that was very disappointing. And then I realized I had an open bottle of Momsy Madeira. 
on my bar. Wow. And I was like, let's try that instead. And there's the winner. Because totally the different style. Totally different styles, yeah. totally different grape varieties. The Momsy is sweeter and richer and way less acidic. And that was the one that had those toffee, caramel, toasted almond kind of notes to it. So that's what made the much nicer pairing with uh, with my score bar, with my English toffee. Let me so, ask you this, Kim. I didn't ask you in the beginning. What do you feel is the best way when you do a pairing like this? Because I have kind of my theory how I do it. Do you bite the candy first or do you coat your mouth with the wine first? What did you feel what did you feel or what did you find was the best way to do I that? would eat a piece of candy and then wash it down with the wine. Okay. See I went the I coat my I take a sip of the wine. You first, had the wine and my, then the candy. And then I bite the candy. Yeah. Hmm. Let me try that now and see how that goes. Yeah, try that. Which one do you have? So I have just a tiny little bit of the Momsy left because there was like literally two ounces left in my bottle. Yeah, so coat your mouth with it. Coat my mouth. I'm wondering if you did that with the, like the Snickers bar with the Banyuls, if you coated your mouth with the Banyuls before you ate the Snickers bar, if it would work any different. I feel like the candy overpowers the wine. Really? When I do it that way. That's interesting. I just want kind of the listeners to get yeah. an idea of how you can different ways you can do it, you know, when you're pairing like that. When I do the wine after the candy, it brings out specifically for me the nutty element of the candy bar. So those like toasted almonds or whatever the heck they have in the score yeah. bar. I get a big hit of the nuttiness up front and then the um, sort of almost like a feel of like caramel coating in the finish. And maybe that's just because the wine is dissipating or because I've got caramel stuck in my teeth or, <laughs> or what. But I feel like I get more about the combination when I have the wine second. It's good. Good information. Mm. Yep. Everybody so, tastes different, you know, same. Uh-huh. But I'm really glad that I tried different types of Madeira because I would have then just sort of dismissed the concept of putting those with something as sweet as a piece of candy. But I'm glad that the Momsy style redeemed all of that for me. And it's Did still, you, you know, 30 seconds ban- later, it still tastes really good in my mouth. Did you try the Banyuls or the Tawny with that? With the, with the heat bar, the score bar? You call yeah, it none bar. of them. I no? didn't feel like any of them really were great. The Banyuls was okay. I would say that the Banyuls was a second. And the same with... Tawny Port, the 10-year Tawny? Yeah. You know, it's still because of that nuttiness, but it still was not. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like most of my wine and wines and candies had their own like favorite pairing. So it was pretty cool. So do you have a last one? I actually have three left. Oh, goodness. But they're quick. I've been hot. I feel like I've been I've been hogging the spotlight here. I have Twizzlers, strawberry licorice, right? And I'm going with the fruit and I'm pairing with classic Pinot Noir because I'm highlighting that strawberry fruit with the fruitiness of a light Pinot Noir, 100% Pinot Noir with Twizzlers. I have, here's one, Kim, I, I don't know if you had this when you were a kid. I don't even know if they're still around, but we had these wax lips. They still have those? Yeah, but I think you can only find them in like specialty candy stores. They had like fangs and big gross teeth, right? So, so wax where did you lips. find wax lips to try? I had just wax the old the tubes that's part the other second part of the wax thing oh you know, yeah the, the wax filled with with sugar sugar yeah sugar water but wow. first the wax i just did the wax first because i wanted to get the reminiscence of wax lips i used to wear all around on halloween but i paired that with a tarantes from an argentinian white because i like the texture of the tarantes with the wax is that geeky or what that's really out there 
whacked, like <laughs> I was oiliness like, how did you the... even come up with that idea? Yeah, like you, I had a little Tarantes left over. And I said, this, <laughs> there you go. I think this would work with, you know, but then the wax, would they fill it with the, I guess it's just sugar water, different flavors. Uh-huh. Now with that, it's kind of different. I would go with more of, uh, uh, what did I put with that? I totally forgot. Oh, the fruitiness of the wax. I again did that with Pinot Noir and it worked. So really? not as good as the Tarantes with yeah. just the wax. I almost feel like you needed, you know, if you could find like a, a su- almost sweet Gewurztraminer, if you liked it with the Tarantes, that maybe the Gewurz yeah. would work. You know what else would worked with the when you combine the liquid and the wax was Riesling. Oh yeah, uh, but it was a a drier Riesling. Oh, interesting. No, it wasn't sweet, and it worked. It wasn't the, as good as I thought as the Tarantes, but. And then the last one I did, Kim, was uh, Skittles. Hmm. I did that with just a regular gamay. Only the red Skittles or all of the Skittles? All the fruity ones. I did all the flavors. Some of them got really didn't match well, but most mm-hmm. of them, it, it still worked because of the fruitiness. And I, I, I would rather have had a Beaujolais Nouveau to do because hmm. I think it'd be more fruit and it would have worked with all of them a lot better. But a lot of sugar and it still held up nice i also Very tried cool. that with pinot noir it didn't, it didn't really work so no i will say so, that for sour patch kids different colors worked better with the sauvignon blanc than other colors like red did not I work really well more tropical they have those tropical they have all sorts of too, don't they yeah, have all sorts of flavors yeah i, so I had I heard about doing so. skittles about doing skittles with with as a pairing but i didn't follow up on it i'm like with- hmm, i'm gonna do all these traditional things <laughs> Yeah, I think of all of them, Skittles was probably the more modern candy that I that I yeah. did. I tried to go more old school that I remember as a kid. And the wax thing was just, I don't know, just brought back memories, I guess. So that did we mean. not have any overlap with our candies or um, our wines? Well, Tawny, I had just the Tawny, Tawny port. port. That was it. But I mean, not for the same candy and yeah. not the same way. So... Yeah, that's interesting how... Very cool. We had... I still say it has to do with the age thing, but uh, <laughs> we always approach food pairings different. Yeah, I don't think it's so. necessarily... The, I mean, I think that the the candies you chose maybe showed your age a little bit more, but yeah, you see. have a very different philosophy when it comes to pairing wines with food than I do. And I think that these little things that we do are really fun because it showcases... The different, the many different ways that that you can approach it, and that there isn't a right way, and there isn't necessarily a wrong way. There's just your way, and find what works for you. And if you know you prefer sweeter wines with sweeter foods, like I do, then kind of follow more the the example that I'm doing here. But if you are a little bit more, dare I say it, creative you know, with your wine pairings and you want to match flavors as opposed to sweetness levels or um, some of more of those textural elements. Mark's pretty creative when it comes to those pairings. So nice job. Well, I think that's the whole thing uh, in the wine world in general, right, Kim? Your palate and my palate are different. So what we feel we pair together is going to be different as well. But again, it goes back to the rule thing. Is there really anything wrong or bad if it's you, you think it tastes and matches yep. up good? You know what I mean? Because a lot of things you were saying to me made perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Um Whereas and you've, you and you've certainly sense. surprised <laughs> me with some of your pairings over the course of the last few years. You know, I never would have put Sauvignon Blanc with was those lemon Girl Scout cookies, but it was a surprisingly successful pairing. So I always learn something new and really embrace 
those things that are not things that I would immediately think about because they don't, you know, it's not the first thing that comes to mind because I always go like, oh, sweet foods and sweet wines. But there are things out there that I do find pleasant. (laughs) I just need to maybe get out of my hole of feeling like, oh, it has to be sweet wine to go with the sweet food. So you expand my uh, my mind and my horizons when we do these tastings together. Uh, I think it's fun. We just have a different approach. And uh, it's good to to have someone to run things by that when you're thinking different, <laughs> not that it, I'm thinking I'm crazy all the time. And uh, But you have very, you had some very unique wines that most of our listeners probably never even had either. I always try to think, I go back to when I was taking my first wine classes and I was in with these chefs and they had all these elaborate dishes they were talking about pairing and they get to me and I'd say, uh, yeah, Merlot and meatloaf. And I'm <laughs> like, what's with this guy? But that's my, you know, that's my food world. It was but you know what's a great genetic. pairing? Merlot and meatloaf. <laughs> See, it worked, right? It totally it worked. Does. And everybody else was talking about, you know, fragoire. And I'm like, no, but Merlot and meatloaf. That's there you all. Go. So everybody thinks different, but whatever works for you. I mean, we're just lucky if we get to uh, access and, and know of these wines to be able to think of them to pair with food where a lot of people just don't explore them as much. So that's why. We want to let our listeners know that this stuff is out there. Hopefully the candies, the wax lips we got to look for, but I think you'll find <laughs> everything else. I got all my candy at Walgreens, so I know it's all out there. <laughs> They're so small, though. It's just, uh, it's so I don't know. Small. I'm, I'm, sta- I'm staring at a bunch of candy bars here that are uh, half consumed. So <laughs> so what, now what are you giving out for Halloween, Kim? We usually do like a you know a bag of mixed things. There's some peanut butter cups in there, and there's some Snickers, and there's you know things like that. Sometimes we do like the Skittles bags because my kids like Skittles and stuff like that. So usually it's a variety. Often we have to have peanut butter cups in the house because my husband really does like them. So sometimes we do favorites. So that hmm? do you give out beverages? It's kind of the hot thing lately. (laughs) People giving away beers and shot. No one gives out wine. Do you notice that? We're gonna change that. No, see, I because I'm the one who usually takes the kids out. I'm not the one handing out the candy. So uh, I get the beers at my neighbor's house. Yeah, it's yes. always beer so, or, yes. or nips, never wine. So you could, people got to hand out wine to go with the chocolate when they're going through the kids' uh, food after, right? Right, everyone's going to get like two ounces of Tawny Port at my house to go yeah. with their Snickers bars. See, we should do that. We I'm, invent not, that. I'm not going to advertise that. You're not getting Tawny Port at my house. Sorry, everybody. You've been listening to The Wonderful World of Wine, and we are your hosts, Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone. We're here every week on Franklin Radio, WFPR 102.9 FM. For more information about Kim, you can go to CommonwealthWineSchool.com. For more information about myself, please go to FranklinLiquors.com. If you have any questions or comments on Kim's Halloween pairings, please go to Facebook and let us know what you think and tell us what you had on Halloween with wine. And you can find our past episodes on SoundCloud or iTunes. Cheers. Cheers.